Greetings and salutations, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Dombrowski Talks podcast. Now, I've recently rebranded my podcast from the Dombrowski Boxing format to what it is now. The reason for this is simply because I found myself wanting to do more than just talk about sports-related material. Huh. As entertaining as it may be to that audience, I've always wanted to appeal to my public. And when I say my public, I just mean the people that I might be directly connected to that have a high chance of discovering my content. As somewhat of some a role and an advisor using my experience in life and the things that I've read and that I've studied, and the knowledge, knowledge that I've gathered and acquired from said materials to sort of aid you and all the others that may be listening right now along in their life's journey. Now we all go through a lot of challenging situations in life, and from time to time we may feel defeated and locked up in a rusty cage of life's challenges and it does feel next to impossible to break free sometimes and that brings me to today's topic and I've already covered stress management to the best of my ability in my last episode but today I wanted to take a dive into a little bit of a darker topic. And it's not that I'm, I'm doing this because I'm in that space right now or that I feel, you know, it necessary at this time because I'm challenged by it personally. The reason why I want to talk about this topic now is because I've been challenged by it in the past and I've learned to overcome it. And it does seem next to impossible for some dealing with anxiety and depression or the combination of both. And for people that are dealing with something like stress, anxiety, depression, these are like giant weights tied to our ankles. And with these weights tied to our ankles, we're expected to move forward, to continue walking. And it doesn't get any easier until we learn to lighten the weight. Now, when I was growing up, I was traumatized. And I didn't even realize that I was traumatized. Uh, I think that's true for a lot of people, to be honest. I came from a broken home. I won't go into too much detail uh, for respect, out of respect for my parents, for my mother, and for all parties involved. But essentially, when I was about seven years old, I'd say, maybe a, a hair younger, uh, my parents separated. And it was, it was not, uh, not a very pleasant experience, as you can imagine, but you know, after being taken from my home from 
my father by my mother and 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 moved into you know a woman's shelter at a young age and being forced to go through all these challenging circumstances without really understanding what these circumstances were until I grew old enough to realize what had happened. It sort of made me a very challenged youth and um, I had the sense that, you know, the world was out to get me. You know what I mean? It uh, I created these illusions for myself that... Um, that I was different and that I will never be accepted by my peers. And, and, and that sort of thought within me sort of projected, projected that reality outward. And, and so going through school, I was ostracized and I was made fun of and bullied and picked on and so on and so forth. And so what that did to me as a child um, was made me want to be something fantastic, something out of the norm. I wanted to be outstanding. I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to be more than the general populace. I wanted to be someone who had catapulted themselves to a status of recognition, and someone who had rose above the standards of the individuals he was surrounded by. And um, I think that constant that constant journey towards being something great had led me to spiral into a bit of a depression when I wouldn't realize those standards for myself and I didn't feel as great as I wanted to be. And then following that that following that state of depression would come the anxiety of overthinking, well what do I need to do to become that? So I would, I would think way too much and I would get caught up in these thoughts and then they would make me sad. So that's basically how depression and anxiety feed off of each other. At one point, you seem not to care. Life is worthless and uh, nothing seems to matter. But then you begin to think about how little you're doing to change that how insignificant you feel in your lack of effort to control your own reality and anxiety starts to fuel depression and depression fuels anxiety and so on and so forth. Now the way that I finally got over this obstacle or sort of broke down the walls of the prison I had built around myself was I started to realize that nothing needs to be more than it is right now, today, in this moment, in this hour, in this very minute, in this very second. As long as you can learn to accept what is happening right now, you will never need anything more. And I don't mean to say that if you're in a dead-end job and, you know, you're, you're subscribed to this routine of daily life like most of us are, that you shouldn't seek more for yourself. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that right now, it is what it is. That brings me to my next point. As long as you're progressively 
realizing a worthy ideal, working towards breaking free of the rusty cage and gathering more for yourself as long as you're progressively trying and making an effort to become something more, going to school, gathering a license to do something specialized, a field that you are passionate about, anything of the sort, as long as you are working towards that, baby steps, then you have nothing to be depressed about. We cannot run before we learn to walk. Another thing is that a lot of depression is inspired by emotions that we've cultivated in relationships. And when we lose those relationships, they go south, bridges burn, we live and learn, so on and so forth. Everybody's gone through that very hard breakup, or I shouldn't say everybody, but most of us have gone through a breakup or a disconnection of friendship. And that's a very traumatic experience. And what we need to do is stop allowing other people to hold our heart. Because when you allow something so fragile to be held by someone else, it's almost surely going to be broken. So the truth of the matter is, it's okay to love. But never, ever, ever, ever should we allow somebody else to have control over our emotions. We should never have submitted our power, our, our self-control to someone else in any circumstance. We need to be fully in control of our inner dwelling. Conquer from within is something that I have tattooed across my right forearm. And that is a constant reminder to me every day to focus on what I may influence from within myself rather than focus all my energy on external concerns that I do not influence or I cannot control. And that will not only prevent the depression or the anxiety or, or overthinking and getting stressed out over things that I have no control over, such as the wind in the sails of the boat that I'm in. I will no longer feel helpless or trapped or held down or under the gun. As soon as I learn to accept things as they are, and progressively realize a worthy ideal and do not allow power over my own emotion to somebody else, then I'm basically free as a bird. I can live life stress-free, depression-free, anxiety-free, because I'm accepting all that I have right now, and I'm grateful for it. Which brings me to another point. As long as you can learn to be grateful, you will not be angry. And you will not be upset for the lack of things that you do not have. Because you will be so happy and so elated at the things that you do have.
and the most important things in life don't don't come with a price tag either when the car you drive or the the, the ticket price of your clothes or what what kind of brand they are that stuff doesn't matter what matters is who's sitting right next to you because home that feeling of home isn't a place it's a people home is not where you are it's who you're with so be grateful for those people spread love not hate always choose love over fear that is the most important thing for remaining free of depression free of stress free and free of an anxiety there's many things that one needs to cultivate within his or herself to become something more of a Zen master. <laughs> Though that title is something that very few achieve, it's something we should all work towards diligently with a prudent focus. And it's something that I've managed not to become quite yet, but to progressively realize ever slow, gradually. Meditation, breathing exercises, these are all part of the journey into becoming a more mind mindful individual. I'm going to wrap this episode up, but if you have any questions, concerns, or you just want to chat, I thank you for listening. You may find me on all social media, Dylan Anthony Dombrowski on Facebook. You may add me personally if you'd like to chat on Messenger. You can find me on Instagram. So Frosty Dombrowski is my personal account. I don't very much use Twitter anymore, so that probably wouldn't service any of you listeners very well. Perhaps I might need to use it more in the future. I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you for saving this podcast on Spotify if you're on there right now. Do share it with others if you found it helpful. I will be announcing in the near future a permanent co-host, which I am very excited about. And so you won't only have to hear my voice. Again, thank you very much for tuning in. And I will see you guys next time.